Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, we bring you on an expedition through the depths of the movie industry to discuss the amazing, terrible, and amazingly terrible movies based on video games. Our hosts' entire lives are dedicated to a single goal. Probably. Answering the age-old question, do games make good movies? I want to be the very best that no one ever was. Damn it, welcome to Video Game Movie Anatomy, where today we are reviewing the much sought after, much requested Pokemon, the first movie. I am joined, as always, by Miss Stacey Shuttleworth. Hi, guys. Uh, give yourself uh, a little bit of your Twitter so that people can tweet at you during the show. All right, well... You can find me at Nerds Doing Stuff or my personal Twitter, which is Ye Old Nerd. And the nerd that you are. I wish it wasn't so warm in here so everybody could see your uh, SB, your, your Evolution scarf. Is he, uh, uh, the newest one on there too? Yes. Sylveon? Yeah, they're Remembered all on it. there. Uh, and I am your host, the Internet's Soapbox Mark. You can follow me on Twitter at Soapbox Mark. Uh, this film, I'm not going to say this movie already. Damn it. Uh, Pokemon, the first movie is uh, a film that is near and dear to our generation's heart. Uh, it is the first is really the the first exposure that anybody had to the anime film style that Japan is kind of used to where every year there would be a film based on whatever popular anime there was. That's why One Piece has like I think they have 12 or 13, Bleach has 4 or 5. Poke, uh, and and we'll get to it when we talk about the director how many actual Pokemon productions there are. But uh, Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, is one of the most bizarre titles to me. Because it's the first it's so one, odd. but Mewtwo's already right, back. Yeah. Where was he? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay. Automatically on the defense. So, revenge. Uh, I'm, I'm going to... So, as we do here, we dissect the film adaptations of some of our favorite interactive media... And soon that uh, mission statement might change, but uh, we start off by giving what is what we call a speed run of the movie. That is a quick review, so a box quote, if you will. For an example, uh, Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script, but nails the spirit of the game. Last week, Patrick, uh, our, our friend who is missing in action, gave us a little bit longer than a box quote for Tomb Raider, but... Stacy, what thorough. is your speed run <laughs> for Pokemon, the first movie Mewtwo Strikes Back? Alright, so Pokemon, the first movie, offered some colorful animation and beloved characters with absolutely zero character growth, no explanation for the plot, and repetitively yawn-worthy a- action sequences. It's obviously fine, though, since the movie literally retcons itself at the end, and Team Rocket's in it, so I don't even care. <laughs> ah, ooh, ooh, that's interesting that you say that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of things that I want to talk about, you said in your speed run, but we'll get to that when, we, right. when we break down the plot the plot a little bit. For my speed run, uh, is try to keep it short and sweet. By trying, to be, by trying too hard to be a film for everyone, it succeeds at being the exact opposite. Ouch. It's a film for no one. Uh, from here, uh, we have something that we like to call the controller toss moment. That's the moment when you watch the movie and you have a you've got to be kidding me moment. And with, as you mentioned, a film with Team Rocket, uh, there are a couple of those. So we have 
an image up on the screen right now. Uh, this was one of my controller toss moments. This was the Viking scene with the awful, terrible, stereotypical Swedish uh, accent. Uh, which... But look at Meowth on the front. Okay, now, now I will say, Meowth as a masthead, pretty awesome. It's wonderful. And, and just the fact that they, they endangered Meowth in such a way... Just what bull, <laughs> bullshit. There, it's a family. It's a family show now. Uh, totally. It when you have three trainers riding on Pokemon who can adapt with the elements, who are like, I ain't afraid of nothing. And Ash, just Squirtle, I need your help. Can you evolve in a, a War Turtle or something? Something? Nah. Anything? Um, and my, I, yeah, it, it, the, the Vikings, the Viking scene started something for me where Team Rocket began to be a little bit too much in this film. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline and you understand why the episodes are only 22 minutes long. What about um, you? All right. I love Team Rocket. They have always been my favorite characters. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really emotionally attached to Team Rocket. <laughs> or I guess not Team Rocket, but Jesse and James. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably a little too much. And Meowth. And Meowth. Meowth, absolutely. <laughs> but I don't know. Team Rocket was always fun to me. Mm. That wasn't the controller. I, had, I mean, I had a couple of controller toss moments throughout this film. Oh, definitely. Wasn't only. But I think the biggest one where I literally had to stop and kind of go, how 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 did I just accept this as a child? How mm-hmm. how did I not walk out like at this moment? Was at the very end when, he, okay, Mewtwo's going to erase all their memories. Spoil, no. That's, it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We've all uh, and send them back to the island with no memories. But not only does he send them back to, or back to the city without their memories, mm-hmm. he literally goes back in time. And, I mean, now we're doing time travel as well as erasing their memories. I, I don't know. He is the most powerful that. Pokemon in existence. Okay, but then you, so. He's not, he's not Dialga or Palkia or any of the no. actual time-based Pokemon. Right. We're gonna go there, I'm just saying oh, it. Wow. Uh, but, uh, he, uh, yeah, no, I, I understand. Well, no, cause not only do we go back in time, but then, then it just opens up a whole new list of questions, because not only, so they go back in time, and Ash, Misty, and Brock are there back on the city as well as the other three trainers. And then all of a sudden, Nurse Joy shows back up, who they were just talking about how she had been missing for like four weeks. Mm-hmm. And no one questions so, her oh, reappearance. She's back. Cool. So does he like go and erase that part of time too where does it end mm-hmm. it's very confusing. he's all powerful so or i'm sorry mewtwo is all powerful don't know uh what actually no mewtwo is genderless so it doesn't matter uh don't know what it, i don't <laughs> i mean if you start to unravel uh plot inconsistencies with pokemon uh the fact speaking of the viking scene you don't have to bring the picture up again by god you don't um <laughs> The no. fact that they directly reference the Minnesota Vikings oh, was... in Kanto. Yeah. When this fictional, based on Japanese that... land. I, I hit pause there and just kind of stared for that. I was like, did they just, did, did they? I didn't think Vikings were around did. anymore. Well, most of them just live in Minnesota. And that's where, that was for the parents. And even the parents went, fuck 
Uh, well, I don't know. According to forums online, if you lived in Minnesota, you were pretty excited about that reference. <laughs> so it was a good bone for, for Minnesota. We got uh, we got plussed up by Pokemon. We matter now. Not the actual history of the football team itself, but just the fact that the po- shout out you got Sweet a shout, shout out, out on Pokemon. Um, I had a I had a second right. uh, controller toss. Mo- oh, I mean, I had multiple, but I just wanted to make reference to it. Uh, the end of the film, and, and we're, we're going to go into the, the plot discussion in order to talk about it. The plot? So, Mew and Mewtwo, the ultimate being, as of, as of that moment, the two ultimate Pokemon beings in the universe, full blast fire at each other, and Ash doesn't, like, explode or anything. He turns to stone. Okay. Logical. It's totally logical. From there, I'm, I am okay with that, based on how everything that has been said, it's a children's movie, whatever. But after that, when the tears of all of the Pokemon and the friends, they bring Ash back from stone. That, that made me, if, if I had, I, this movie, I would throw, I would throw my Game Boy out the window of a moving train. Wow. Not just throw harsh. my, like, and Game Boys are Game expensive. Boy. Especially a classic Game cargo. Boy. Not, not, it'd be able to, it'd be able to, to handle it. Well, There's the one that survived uh, a war and is in the Smithsonian, or is in the Nintendo of America store in yeah. New York. So yeah, those, there's, there's plenty, and we'll talk about it when we get to the break, when we get to the discussion, the plot discussion. But first, as a quick breakdown to the movie, in case you missed it, when a group of scientists are offered funding into genetic research, if they agree to try and clone the greatest Pokemon ever, Mew, the end result is is a success, and Mewtwo is born. However, Mewtwo is bitter about his purpose in life and kills his masters. In order to become the greatest, he throws open a challenge to the world to battle him and his Pokemon. And what a badass! Look at that! Look at our guy right here, Mister Mister Mewtwo, which you can get at your local sto- GameStop store for only twelve ninety nine. What a deal! Ultimate power in the universe. Uh, so there, there are a lot of cultural reasons why this movie was a success, mm. at least financially. But important differentiation. Not, not <laughs> critically. Uh, I will be one hundred percent honest. This was a film. I at the height of my Pokemon fandom. I was sitting there with my family. I fell asleep during this movie. As a child, like not even talking about now, where I was getting drowsy again at the same parts, but I fell asleep in the theater. I don't remember for how long, and mo- mother of pearl, that as a child who was who was at the height of Pokemon fandom, I I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, how did I fall? I fell asleep in the damn Pokemon what movie. What happened? What was the theater going experience like for you as a kid? I, I mean, I loved it. I really did as a kid, and I mean, you know. Now, 10-year-old me versus now me, it's, it's a bit of a different story. I look yeah. at it, and I'm like, but then, you know, I, I still love it. <laughs> in okay. a way. in But <laughs> for different reasons. But not because of its critical acclaim or its success as a movie. Just, it's Pokemon. <laughs> How tinted are your glasses oh, when it comes to watching this? Fully tinted. They're, 100. I can't see anything. Just sweet shades. They're <laughs> just, just nothing. They're those glasses you put on after going to the eye doctor where you just can't see a damn thing <laughs> and it keeps light from entering your brain. Uh, I I will say there is a there is a lot of nostalgia for this film 
For me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the the weird the weirdest thing about this movie is it starts with an awesome message of nature versus science and uh, where you where we fit cosmically in the right. universe. Uh, and then because it's a kids movie, they had to basically lose all of it. Yes, they threw <laughs> all of what they were building for. And again, yes. kids movie, understand. But they threw away everything right. that they were building for. It does start off very strong with the kind of message that they're going for mm-hmm. and the kind of ideas that they start to present. And then you get towards the end of the movie and you're like, okay, so all of that stuff at the beginning was completely unnecessary? We're not doing any of that? Kind of. Like, the, uh, I like very little resolution on that front. Mewtwo's backstory made mm-hmm. him uh, a, a very compelling character where it's it's you understand you understand where he came from so when he makes certain decisions you go oh well no wonder no wonder he's such a bad guy right. uh but if we got if we got that maybe a little bit after maybe it wouldn't have been as strong so we see him getting waking up in the lab after seeing a glimpse of freedom and Team Rocket scientists are just so like we did it. Like not even let's get the cage ready. Like super super seedy uh, uh, evil scientists would be. Right. And then we get Giovanni, the head of Team Rocket, who's like, dude, no, come on, those guys were squares because I'm I'm from Giovanni. the 70s. Yeah. Uh, and the the sequence of him determining his greatest power and and working for Team Rocket. I would I would like to see like an extra thirty minutes about that. Yes, if they kind of built upon that and like I don't know, if they kind of built up with his resentment and him figuring out like what was going on. Mm-hmm. I know as as a whole, Giovanni was in the movie for what, four minutes? Tops? About that. Tops? Sounds about right. Yeah. He the big bad of Team Rocket and, and very and little to do with this. Seeing it. how he was in control of the strongest Pokemon in, in the world, use that. That was the other thing. When Mewtwo was like, no, I don't want to do this. Giovanni, like, okay, bye. He's like, okay, That, that does not sound, like, yeah, that made no sense I, I mean, <laughs> to me. I would have loved to see, seen, like, the Japanese version, but the American mm-hmm. is, the American's important because it, it, it resonates a little bit differently for specific jokes, Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. notwithstanding. Yeah. Uh, but, uh. Oh God! And some uh, Team Rocket. Uh, but in, James's in, one-liners are my favorite. I, that sorry. when we get to favorite lines, uh, I've got one that was just uh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, it burns, ooh, it burns my soul. Uh, but having seeing more of Team Rocket's involvement in why Mewtwo decided or how Mewtwo determined that this wasn't how he wanted his life. Probably would have been a little bit better. Probably would have been a little would've, bit cooler. Would have helped the build up mm-hmm. for sure, and it would have made him a little bit more of an interesting character. But we've gotten that in further movies, further specials, further whatever games, even right. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the uh, movie though. No, not not, not this movie. For, like you, they wanted. I figured they wanted to cut it down because you're getting a lot of young kids in here, and they have short attention spans, right. as evident. By people who fall asleep in the theater, self. But uh, I, they, they, they could have t- taken a risk. It was Pokemon. This, right. this is a film where no matter what they did, aside from like graphic, maybe even PG thirteen to rated R content, which they wouldn't do. Uh, well, I mean, he did murder all of the scientists on that facility within the first ten minutes of the film. It was implied. 
But they never showed any of them actually dying. Okay, this is fair. So, yeah. It was still cold-blooded murder. Oh, it was 100% murder. <laughs> but if they showed, like, if they showed him working for, for Team Rocket, and, I mean, again, because it's a kid movie, they wouldn't be able to do it, so when we get mm-hmm. to recasting and, like, a modern version of it, that would be awesome. Uh, but if, if, if they had the ability to, instead of just lifting up that herd of Tauros, to, like, Right. What if he accidentally makes them explode because he's that powerful? Right, when he doesn't have control quite yet. Mm-hmm. It's like Giovanni straps him into this metal suit and he's perfectly in control. Like, and that- that's the resolution right there. Did of, it. Yeah. That was his learning arc. And without... And, and he... <laughs> like... So that was supposed to be his strongest form, but when he mm-hmm. takes it off, he forms this amazing island and perfect storm. And so what's what was the point of the suit? Who knows? Whatever. Uh, it's a kids' movie, <laughs> but damn it, we're here on the internet complaining about it. Uh, and the the big plot is he's trying to get as many Pokemon under his control as possible. So he holds an open tournament, and uh, missed, and he sees Ash uh, fighting this trainer, and for some reason, seeing. Uh, Pikachu, and none of the battles make sense. None oh, of the battles in the Pokemon series have made sense, maybe. They didn't even follow the rules. No! Like, the they Pirates didn't. sent out three versus one. Versus one! That at wasn't the even same a, time! It was terrible. That wasn't even a gimmick until, like, Diamond and Pearl. So, and, uh, uh, why are we even complaining <laughs> very, about this? It was a frustrating moment. It was, but it, it that was something when we talk, uh, talk a little bit more about cultural stuff that, that I was kind of looking forward to as a kid. Um, but seeing... Such a, like, a non-important battle. And Mewtwo going, nope, that guy. I want That's that guy. One. Him. <laughs> Bring it. Joy? Get him in here! Right away, damn it. So, uh, our friends... <laughs> yeah. Our, our friends go on a journey from... Oh, and a very rare Pokemon, too. A Dragonite just pops yes. up and is like, yo, here, tournament. Holy shit, a Dragonite! Whoa. Yeah, not no. like... None of that. Well, Mewtwo doesn't even clone the Dragonite. He has a Dragonite. He just has a Dragonite. Flippin' weirdo. It's very confusing. And he has, like, the Pharaoh under his control. That, there was no clone of that one either. No. I, I don't know. There was a lot of things that did not make sense. And, and a lot of things that they didn't explain. Again, mm-hmm. just accepted it's a kid's movie. Yes. But uh, never too far behind our uh, intrepid friends at Team Rocket are uh, f- see this have to be involved in a part of it. They start coming up with a harebrained scheme. And uh, of all sudden... We find out that Nurse Joy is missing, and the, so a weird part that's in, inconsistent with the films. But I, I became okay with when I was like, "Oh, this could be people's first time seeing Pokemon, and they don't know about the family of Jennies or the family of Joys." And mm-hmm. Brock just going, "Oh, she's really pretty." I was like, right. "But you, you know Joy, like you know the but Joys." He says it every time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but but just like, <laughs> oh, she looks just as just as good as the other one, or, or she oh, he would always some have kind of, some right, kind of a true. stupid gross quip. Because Brock's a really creepy character. Uh, (laughs) But we love him. Uh, So that was like, okay, whatever. But then at the end of the movie, when it's like, oh, I've always loved the Jennies and the Joys. Stop. Stop. (laughs) I'm telling that to myself. Uh, We end up getting four trainers on the island. One mostly a water type. And two other that are uh, very universal. Uh, actual, actual Pokemon teams as opposed to Ash's. I'm not going to let my friends evolve. Ash is yeah. the worst Pokemon He's trainer on terrible. that show. He's been how many years and he has like, what, six Pokemon maybe? No, no at, at this point. <laughs> well, at this point he's... He's got those Pokemon, 
Uh, I think Mr. Mime, Muck, and a herd of Tauros. I think at that point. But aside from that, those are his only Pokemon. At least he had Charizard for bloody sakes. Um, Charizard who doesn't listen. Char- yeah, and Charizard doesn't even listen at that point. Yeah. I will. Say, did you ever go and watch the episode where Charizard left? Where yes. he let Charizard train with the other Charizards? Yes. That was sad. There, there were a lot of sad moments in Pokemon. That was like <laughs> equal to Butterfree sad. Butterfree was really sad. <laughs> Speaking of sad, this movie. Anyway. Um, it, in a uh, totally different way. Com- yes. Completely <laughs> different type of movie, this one. Uh, but it, it, it doesn't even turn into... It's not even a tournament. It's no. show up, uh, I'm going to beat up all your Pokemon, and then steal them and clone them and kill them and kill you because F humanity. It's it it happens very quickly. It it, it really and despite being a and I've I've said it over <laughs> I've said it a lot today, including on Twitter. Uh, despite being a seventy five minute experience, uh, Pokemon the first movie is so long. It's a very long movie. It just kind of keeps going and then going some more. It's the it's the lack of action. Well, right, because the same things just kind of keep on happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then we finally get to the point where they have an official Pokemon battle, but they don't even start that way. No, it just—it's and and it's not even—and it's again, it's a three-on-three, but it's who's first, right? And I'll just and it hmm. (laughs) rules like the. I think I think the thing is the show established certain rules for for what the world that they live in, and and then. It rewrote those rules. I feel like I'm going way too far into a child's movie. But damn it, you wanted us to do Pokemon the first movie, and <laughs> okay, here we are. Uh, so, uh, any any highlights from the island? From the island? Yeah, because I mean, this is this is where the 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 main crux of the of the show really happens. We got a lot of Team Rocket sneaking around and anticking. Well, I'm always amused that Mew takes to Team Rocket. Yeah, that was cute. I- <laughs> And they, and they didn't even know. In, right. I don't know. I feel like... It, I, I like that in the grand scheme of things, though. I think... How they are received in general, but not in relation to the movie, necessarily. And and speaking of Mew, that was another part of the story where uh, we were introduced to Mew as as the all-powerful being, mm-hmm. and it has the childlike wonder, which is something that we that is seen in several different movies with uh, god characters, godlike characters, and... It, I think that was one of the big problems is seeing so many reflections from other movies, other better movies, mm-hmm. uh, hoping that this one could come through in a similar way. Might have been a little too, uh, a little bit too much. I don't know. The, oh, the way Mew acted. In, well, no, no, no. I mean, in terms of that, or just in terms of how the Mewtwo and Mew resolution came about. Oh, it was, it was very. I mean, kind of pot calling the kettle. It was very Dragon Ball Z. Well, let's all have a picnic now that everything's oh, taken yeah. care of. Uh, Magically, all better. Yeah, I, I. How many of the Pokemon movies have you seen? Is this the only one? No, um, I've seen. It's been. I'm less familiar with most of the other ones mm-hmm. than this one, but I have seen almost all of them. I haven't seen some of the like way more recent ones. Okay, I was gonna say because well, like 19. Okay, the ones that were coming out when I was still like in that Pokemon Prime. Okay, like so couple like, of years, like five or six. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. Because there's a ton now, huh? There's. 
I mean, there's movies, there's OVAs, there's mm-hmm. shorts, there's the countless series that just keeps going. At Satoshi, Ash has not even gotten any sort of older, mm-hmm. but oh, no. that... Mm, mm. <laughs> I, there, was a, there was a theory recently that came out that Ash is actually in a coma. I've heard that theory. that's why he never gets older. Yeah. But. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know either. They have theories like that for pretty much all of the kids' shows that just try to ruin childhoods. And... I don't know. The one about Ed and Eddie is pretty awesome. Oh. Where they're all kids from different time periods. I enjoy that one. That's a, that's a good I enjoy one. that one a lot. <coughs> that's probably <laughs> the only one I'll subscribe to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Headcanon accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get to this final battle. And it's it's the clones versus the originals. And you think, this is going to be a balls out, drag out. We got Pokemon of all different types, psychic, plant, water, uh, dragon, fighting. And we're just going to see solar beams going across, bullet, well, bullet seed hasn't been a thing yet, damn it. Vine whip, water gun, hydro pumps, all sorts of stuff. And And it's like, no, I have disabled all of their abilities and go... Because I I'm you Mewtwo, brr. Do you think <laughs> like that? That's precise. Just that like was that. my impression. Yeah. I'm glad it's you enjoyed perfect. it. How do you think that affected the like? This is the final climactic battle, and it's just a slap fight. It's see, it's interesting how it changes because it made it way less dramatic as far as action is concerned, mm-hmm. but it also made it a little bit more personal as far as the characters going up against each other. We're concerned. It, it got really, really sad to see them just slapping at each other. I think repeatedly it, for that, you could have taken away all of the surrounding Pokemon. You take take mm-hmm. away uh, all of Ash's extra Pokemon, Vulpix, all of the other trainers, right. because they're not. That's not who we care about, right? Te- technically, but if you have that, the final battle just be the two Pikachu's. Like that. Oh, yeah. That's one where Pikachu's like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you." Essentially, uh, it's like, "No, you have to." It's like, "You're fine." Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> and it's been immortalized in in uh, GIF form. But uh, I think that would have been so. Like that would have made the audience care a little bit more, as opposed to poor Gyarados doesn't have any arms or legs, and they're just flopping into each other <laughs> and biting each, each other. other. But uh, the Vulpix's is fighting was pretty sad. Yeah, that, that it, was upsetting. It was bad for the cuter ones, uh, but <laughs> but seeing like uh, the two Nita queens just like body slamming oh, each yeah. other it was like all right, whatever. Um, but I think uh, in a for a modern film that would have become that would be like a spectacle, like a, like a Transformers. That'd be something oh, yeah. you would see in the trailer, It'd be just an like what the hell's going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this and and so Mewtwo learns the value of living your life as opposed to a predisposed like purpose. You have to mm-hmm. live your life in order to find out what you're here for, and that's that's a nice message. But if it wasn't right. for the crying and and Ash being turned to stone, and just like who gives a shit kind of <laughs> nature, um, but I, I I will say that that um, uh, that part of it. Was like okay as a kid was like okay that I I can understand, but as an adult mm-hmm. it's just like I I could I can imagine me being in that crowd now going, what the hell's going? <laughs> what on? are you doing? It's like, no parents, get your kids out of this movie. They already got the free Pokemon card. Now leave, uh, really quick in chat. Uh, uh, I can't read. Uh, Ruthie Henshaw fan ninety nine. Wigglytuff is in this movie, so I like this movie. I'm with Fair. you there. 
J- All right. The whole uh, uh, puff tough line, I'm a big fan of. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. What was what, actually? I'll I'll go off of that. What was your favorite Pokemon to see in this movie? My favorite Pokemon to see in this movie. Oh gosh. Um, I think it's got to be Vulpix, to be quite honest. Vulpix has always so been one of the cutest Pokemon. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always just a big fan of Blastoise. Blastoise so cool. I was like, yeah, so, so a smart trainer actually evolved the Pokemon. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, the other two trainers evolved their Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And ugh, completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really and quickly. And gave them silly nicknames. And gave them shell shell shocker root root yeah root root you know, root it's great you know what you should probably go to the name raider get and just get it just, redone just redo it probably wouldn't rate it I mean, very I much to talk but one of the things that made me want to see the movie a lot was there was a short in front of it Pikachu's vacation yes. uh, but we got a preview of new Pokemon and that was yeah. Meryl Snubble and Don Fan and I mm-hmm. Don Fan from this movie. Has always been one of my favorite Pokemon. Donfin was cool to see. Mm-hmm. That was exciting. And, that, and there was a big hype around that. It's like, new Pokemon? This, yes. was, this, was bef- like, this was still going off of red and blue. Oh, we yeah. didn't even get to gold and silver yet. That was that was the amazing thing. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a big deal. So, and, and here's the here's going to be the amazing part. So, this movie was directed by Kunihiko Yuyama, or Yuyama Kunihiko, depending on, on how you do that. He has worked in on countless animated projects, 39 Pokemon production and director credits alone. That's TV show, that's movie, that's OVA, mm-hmm. that's Japan, that's America, that's everything. Across the board. If you, if, like, this is the Pokemon director, this guy right here, and he, I mean, Pokemon's really the, the most notable thing, but just mm-hmm. going over a couple of other projects, Star Blazers, Bravery Dean, uh, Magical Princess, Mickey Momo, uh, Aramis's Adventure, Yushio and Tora, um, there is, I mean, there's probably going to be something on Otaku Movie Anatomy covered by this gentleman. Um, I should have had one of them in. That was a <laughs> foolish choice by me. Um, but yeah, th- this, this guy, hell of a director, and for what, for how much Pokemon there was, uh, hell of a job overseeing yeah. this project, and, uh, and cheers to him. Uh, in terms of cultural... Impact. Actually, no. Let's 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 go to game feel. So, this is where we talk about how similar to the game it ends up being. We touched on it a little bit, but the Pokemon series has always kind of been Pokemon-ish, really. Yes. The characters are in it. Mm-hmm. They have battles, but I have never been in a Pokemon game, an official Pokemon game, where I can move and do stuff like in those battles. Oh, no. So. Seeing only a cup, like really the the battle in front with the pirate guy, is the only like actual battle that we see in the movie. How yeah. would you describe this Pokemon? The first movie, Mewtwo's Reve- Mewtwo's Revenge. No, Mewtwo Strikes Back. <laughs> Just shut up, brain. To the original Pokemon games. I mean, as far as gameplay goes, there are pretty few similarities there. Mm-hmm. Really, as um, I mean, they still kind of follow the shout out in order and the Pokemon does it, but in the movies and I mean I get at the time you couldn't quite have that much freedom when you're battling in the game. No, definitely. But I mean it seemed like, well and throughout the movie and the shows, the Pokemon had a lot more freedom of when they use their attacks, when they interact, a Mm -hmm. little more interaction. Being able to dodge. Right. Things that you don't really get. Well, that you definitely don't get in red and blue. Yeah, you don't have active control over. Sometimes you do get, oh, their attack missed. 
I, right. I don't know ratios. That was before IV training. Yes, and now, I mean, now there's a little bit more if you're, you know, if you're close with your Pokemon, sometimes they'll dodge attacks, you mm-hmm. know, for you for your sake, or they'll get better at that kind of thing. But back when this was, you know, just coming out, that really wasn't incorporated at all. The I do like the nod when uh, Mewtwo's getting ready for battle when he says, like most Pokemon traders, I also started with Squirtle, Char- or, uh, Squirtle right. Charmander, and, B- and Bulbasaur, and then brought up the, ev- the mm-hmm. evolved forms. That was cute. Uh, and I'm, I've, uh, speaking of Team Rocket, uh, when they were seeing all of the Pokemon roll through, and it was a Scyther, and they said, Alakazam. Now, that could just be them being stupid, and that's what I end up chalking it up to, but it's like, mm-hmm. you, but you... They may have lost the file. They may have lost the Scyther file. What? Whatever. Oh, that was another right. thing. Seeing the Scyther actually, like, sword fight, kind oh, of, with I their liked, arms. I enjoyed that a lot. That was, that was kind that of was, cool. That was great. The, the, there isn't... The, the only thing that I would say is, is similar to the Pokemon games when it comes to this series and this movie mm-hmm. is the adventure aspect. Is we're going to all these new towns right. where, surprise, there's a new trainer. Mm-hmm. And that where you're... You never know where you might be, but there might be a new trainer running up. Exclamation point! And you're good. You have to <laughs> battle them. Yeah, and you and you get to see. There's back before the internet, before you knew all of the Pokemon, before the game came out. It was, mm-hmm. I don't know what this Pokemon is. How am I going to handle myself? And that's what right. Don Fan was at least. We got a little bit of. Uh, we got a couple of moves from him, mm-hmm. uh, but not too much. Pikachu's magical lightning. Pl- oh no, that was a uh, Solar Beam. Uh, God. Uh, were you calling out moves during this movie too? I was. Yeah. Not, I, I have, yeah. I was calling out Mewtwo's and Muse. It was too. It was too fun. <laughs> it was too fun. So yeah, Pokemon, uh, the first movie and the whole series, not really too similar no. to the to the actual Pokemon franchise. But the one thing I will say is it's become circular. The Pokemon franchise, the Pokemon uh, animation franchise has mm-hmm. uh, definitely influenced the Pokemon games. Like, right here, even with this uh, amiibo and this character, from uh, Mewtwo, from Smash Brothers, any Mewtwo that has existed after this movie has had all of those similarities and traits that have been right. established in the movie. So that's really cool. That that I do like, and, and that's, that's a type of impactful thing that you can pull from it. And also right. Pikachu. The character of Pikachu has changed so much from just a random mm-hmm. character to the mascot of the whole damn thing. Right. Yeah, if you need one Pokemon, it's Pikachu. And even if you're not familiar with Pokemon, most people know Pikachu. Mm. It, it, recently, least, right. at the, the Macy's Day Parade, Pikachu keeps getting new balloons. And mm-hmm. and Pikachu has become an icon, which is weird to think of a little electric rodent. Uh, do you catch Pikachu? In, in in any of the new games? Yeah, I usually end up with a Pikachu. Mm-hmm. It's not, not like, like a, a highlight of of my training, mm-hmm. but you yeah. you weren't buying their new their new electric rodents like a Pachirisu or or Deden um, or uh, any of the other electric rodents that they've been trying no, to make. I, I I have one electric type, and no matter what, you know, I'm set on that front. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. Ampharos is my like <sighs> best. If it wasn't for Mega Ampharos, I I. I Probably would this skip is... it, but Ampharos, the oh. whole Mareep uh, line, I like that. I like Luxray. I like Zebstrika. I like. Sure yeah, did. we're talking too much, but this okay. is part of the reason why I want to do this movie. <laughs> is like, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's bad that I I I. If you gave me enough time, I probably <laughs> could sit down and name all of the Pokemon up to date. 
Yeah. The, in the later yeah. generations, like the black two, white two. I get a little off there. Yeah, me too. I can still do the first 151. Not doing that right now. No, we're not. We don't have enough time. But, but uh, challenge. Poker rap, send us your best poker rap video. Hashtag VGM Anatomy. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about, I mean, we've been talking about it throughout, but the cultural impact of this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it grossed a total box office of $193 million between the U.S. and Japan. Japan's was $30 million or $3, 3 billion yen, which equals out to $30 million. Mm-hmm. And uh, the U.S. was $163 million. And... I didn't know this, but in 2013, they released an HD remaster. Yes. I had no idea, and I mm-hmm. wish that was the version that I could find, but Me I too. couldn't damn find it. Really? Clean up that animation, version. because from some mm-hmm. of the stuff that you saw, and those were like direct high def, as high quality high as def. it could get for, for the copy that I bought, uh, screenshots. So, <laughs> um, but hey, you got to cut corners in animation. Uh, and a fun, another fun corner, note, so. it held the record of the highest grossing November weekend for an animated film, which would be broken two weeks later by Toy Story 2. Uh, well, I mean, mm. hell, hell of a competitor to give to, a record you know, broken yeah, by. yeah, to be, if you have to be taken out, that's probably... An acceptable one to be taken out by. Somebody loves... Okay. Uh, and the American dub of the film received nev- negative reviews from film critics, but it was well received by audiences, which we, we discussed. Because we all love Pokemon. Yeah, because it was just... So much. It was, it was at a time kind of like how Star Wars is now, where everybody's mm-hmm. just like, give me Pokemon everything. Anything Pokemon. I'll eat a disgusting burger. That's not true. I'll eat a burger <laughs> from Burger King just to get a golden Mewtwo and a Pokeball. I don't give a damn. Oh, yeah. It did. I don't want to talk about how many of those I have. I would like to talk about how many of those you have, but we won't. Um, good. The, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> audiences other than children will find very little to entertain them. And on Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 35 out of 100 based on 25 reviews, meaning generally unfavorable. So, eh, is the overall consensus. Right. As as much as it, it sounds like I'm poo-pooing this movie... It still holds a very near and dear place in my heart. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> so before we get... Can't in, bring myself to hate it. So uh, before we get into recasting, we're going to talk about our favorite line. So talking about Team Rocket, they had a couple of doozies in here. I have a feeling one of my favorites is one of your doozies. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, 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 I wanted to pick just one or we'd be here for a while. So I'll, I'll say mine first. Uh, and and this comes from James of Team Rocket near the end of the film. <laughs> I was prepared for trouble, but not for this. <laughs> Come on! It's great. Toss the Game Boy. Toss the GameCube. Just where <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto? Toss him. Just you're done. Uh, yeah. So that was my favorite line. It's a good line because it was awful. It like was- that was. Like, I picked no. King Awful Line. Okay, so but what, my King Awful, but also amazing no, no, no. line. You go your favorite. Go oh, your no, favorite. This, is, this is it. It was terrible <laughs> and wonderful all, all right. at once. It is also by James, because of course it is. Um, so it's after Pikachu and the, tra- the pirate trainer have their battle on the beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, and God. he's watching... And everyone's like, so, like, there's some good, Missy's like, that sure was a shocking ending. And then just all of a sudden it goes over to Team Rocket and James goes, there's another credit on Pikachu's charge account. Damn it. I knew it was going to be that. Beautiful. <laughs> so, so stupid. It's so stupid. It's so good. And, like, 
I would like to, if if anything, I would like to get those voice actors and sit them down and go, how long did recording sessions take? Because you were just, duh, you were oh. you were just like, what the hell is this? Or when did you accept and go, all right, I'm going to do this as best as I can? Because both Jesse and James, when they first started out, were badass characters. Oh yeah, and then they went straight up goofy Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. So uh, so yeah, <laughs> that uh, did you have any others? I didn't want to cut you off. Uh, well, there was one. It was a kind of a, the series of lines that mm-hmm. I pre or kind of a reference to the show that I appreciated. That was that was one of the lines was when uh, Meowth gets sucked up into the machine and he's being X-rayed and his his silhouette comes up on the screen. <laughs> like, Who's, Who's that, that Pokemon? Pokemon? <laughs> it's Pikachu. <laughs> it's always Pikachu, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> But that, that, like, that's fine. That's fun. Yeah. But they did it again. They did it a oh, second time. Oh, and then they kept time. doing it. And it's yeah. like, stop! It's like, okay, once was nice. And, and then, then also the, prepare for, dr- prepare for trouble and make it double. We no we time for that time. right now! It's like, no! Can, like, there's always time for the Team Rocket motto. It was, it was happening, it was happening, and I went, okay, okay, you gotta get it in early, you gotta get it in once. Yeah. And then when it was cut off, I was like, no! I was accepting! I now! I was I accepting was of this, goddammit! <laughs> Um, so, uh, Gregory in the chat posted Mewtwo's exact quote, I see now that the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. That's deep shit for Mewtwo. It's such a, well, and that's the thing, it kind of echoes that deep ideology that they start going into at the beginning, and it's like they tried to throw it in at the end too, but we didn't really have the build up to it that we needed. It was a really good line, Mm -hmm. it was a solid line, and it had a lot of impact, but... The, the build up, like, it... The movie did like this, and then it started going back up. And then it just tried, yeah, yeah. It tried it to go straight back up. Try tried too hard to go back to like a sophisticated route. If you mm-hmm. want, if you want a good story about like the and and they didn't even mention it because it was a stupid plot point. The crying. If you want a good, uh, if you want to see a good mo- uh, a short about crying, watch the Ballad of Nessie. Watch Disney's Ballad of Nessie because it's an awesome. Awesome short that that talks about uh, the importance of crying and and how important and impactful that can be and and it's just a nice it's a nicer message put in a better way and Billy right. Connolly does the narration so it's bloody brilliant <laughs> um, so those were our favorite lines in a manner of speaking uh, now we get to a really fun part uh, I I started serious got a little <laughs> silly and then went back to serious a little bit so. It was, and this is just set up. This isn't an actual announcement. They decided they're going to make Pokemon the first movie live action. And we have our, our characters. We have our cast. We've got Ash, Misty, Brock, Mewtwo, and Team Rocket. Who are, who would you cast in these roles, starting with Ash? Starting with Ash. So I kind of kept up the tradition of having a female voice, Ash, because he's got such a high For a live action? For, for a live action? Yeah, for a live action. Oh my! Do we, do we screw action. up? Damn it! I'm sorry. That's my bad. Let's go with that though. Anyway, let's okay. let's do so. They're they're remaking it, and we've got a voice cast, and we've got a live action cast. Running with it. All right, I'll think of my live action as we That's go. That's fine. I put Caitlin Glass for yeah the animated voice. Okay. No. No. Yeah, I see that. She's kind of got that feel. Mm-hmm. I think it, Ash is is kind of a a, a standard type. Well, he became Ash's voice became a standard, and mm-hmm. it. 
little do people know that it's changed several times over the years. Oh, yeah, the first time it changed, people had a fit. There so were petitions. It sounds kind of different, but is mostly the same, mm-hmm. which is just to let people do their jobs. It's a job, people. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay, so why don't we, why don't we run down uh, animated list, and then we'll run down a live-action list. Okay. So, so go ahead and continue well, with I guess Misty. <laughs> what's funny is my, my Ash, Misty, and Brock are the ones that would have to be animated. The rest would could be uh, okay. the live action. I'll be down. So Misty, um, Sharami uh, Lee. What, uh, what is she on? She's um, She mostly does like du- anime dubs. Mm-hmm. She's Sailor Venus in the upcoming oh, Crystal. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do. She's kind of got that high-pitched, fun, you know, like frantic voice that Misty gets sometimes. I'm down with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess Brock could be live action too. Uh, Carlos Valdez. What, what is from he on? Flash. Cisco. Yes, 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 yes. He's okay, my Brock. <laughs> I like that. The I don't know why I wrote it down for for uh, for Brock, All but right. uh, for the for the first one, just because I thought it would be a silly image to see this person in a green shirt and an orange vest, John Cena. I don't what? know why. I don't what? know why, but I was like. Ah, he's got to be like kind of a bigger build, kind of a kind of a silly fellow. That's wonderful. Oh, John Cena, why not? Wonderful. But but I peeled that back. Okay. I I brought it back. All right. And I went Josh Hutcherson from Hunger Games for Brock. For Brock. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's okay. got he's got a likable face and and, mm-hmm. and I think he he can go a little bit silly. So why not? Right. Um, okay. And then circling back around uh, for Misty. I don't know why, but I I think that this will work for for the sass factor. Uh, that that needs to be a shirt. Uh, Emma Stone. That, for you Misty. know what? That was who just came to mind yeah. before you said her. Yeah, boom. That's a that's a good one. I nailed it. I agree on Misty. And for Ash, I figure they would want to cast a newbie, somebody who's relatively up and coming, but okay, um, somebody who already has a big franchise under their belt. Asa mm-hmm. Butterfield. That would have been mine as well. Boom! Yeah, no, I, I agree. Okay, so now we're getting into uh, Mewtwo. I have a feeling. Like, I either way, I you think we're feeling? both. It will be hard not to mess this up. But who do you, who do you got know. from Mewtwo? Now, now I'm now I'm worried. No, 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 you're good. All right. Well, I put Brian Cranston. <sighs> Holy shit! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me bring that quote. I see now that the circuit. Like I can't. Yeah. No. Like. If we went real dark with I like an it. updated movie version. I like it. I can right. Ooh, that would <laughs> Hey man, he did Power Rangers, so I don't I don't think this would be out of his wheelhouse. But I went Idris Elba. Oh, that's so good. He's got he's got the regal and the and the power. He's just got yeah. raw power in his voice. Even these uh Rainbow Six Siege commercials that he's doing are just like <laughs> I listen to everything that you have oh, to say. Oh yeah, he starts talking and you just you're there. Dude, you're home invasion, all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh what do you got for Team Rocket? Okay, so I have two for Team Rocket because I could not decide. So one is my kind of silly, but it would be incredible. I've got I've got the both All of right. those two. So it's Amy Poehler and Tima, Tina Fey. For what? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, which one's which? Um, I think Amy Poehler would be James and Tina Fey would be Jesse. <laughs> we need Photoshop. We need somebody, right now, please, that- somebody Photoshop that. That I I like that a lot, but that's that's dreaming big. Oh, it's ridiculous! It's, it's absolutely ridiculous, big. man. Uh, it just sounded too fun to pass up. My silly ones. All right. And and it's not super silly, but <laughs> I, it's something that I don't know if they would ever do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like, oh, that would be fun. Uh, JGL for James. Joseph Gordon-Levitt okay. is James because I think he could he could have fun with the silliness of that. Right. And Jennifer Lawrence for Jesse. 
Oh, that's great. Because I think they that's both a have fun, a silly yeah. side that they haven't really had a chance to mm-hmm. really do too much in films. Right. So this could be like, oh, no, yeah, I'll do that. I get a chance to really just screw around and, and F around this with a cartoon ridiculous. cat. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And what were your serious ones? So my more serious, um, serious, I had yeah Zach Braff for James and then Katie Segal as Jesse. That's a hell of an age gap, but I'm down. Yeah, well, it was for Yeah, for voices, anime, but, for still, voices but still. Yeah. No, both of those, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be, I mean, but Katie Seagal has that, has the, the background with, I mean, not, not just her animated characters, but mm-hmm. with Sons of Anarchy right now. She would bring such badass to that. Yes. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. <laughs> so I, I went, uh, Eddie Redmayne for James. And I think he could do that. that he yes. would do that really fun because he, he could do a great job with that. All different types. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Jesse, I went, I wanted to go full power, full raw. Uh, unadulterated uh, I Am Woman Hear Me Roar, roar. Gwendolyn Christie because I think her and Redmayne would make an awesome team that would be a really interesting and she up. would just be super badass and yeah. and then go for the silly stuff because mm-hmm. especially with Phasma and Game of Thrones and, and all of the stuff that she's been in recently she's got the power behind her dude Absolutely. I, I would want to open up my Pokemon around her she'd just f- snatch them snap them edges snap oh, yeah. them Pokemon edges <laughs> uh, so those were our uh, albeit scattered uh, and that was my fault for not being super clear <laughs> on that uh, but if you have any casting ideas for either live action or voices, uh, let us know with the hashtag VGM Anatomy or leave a comment down on the video. So, final thoughts. Pokemon well, the first movie. I have one more. Oh, you do? I do. I did Meowth, too. Oh, you did Meowth. I did Silly Meowth. Biscuit. Silly Biscuit. <laughs> Go ahead. So, uh, Aziz Ansari as Meowth. <laughs> <laughs> Meowth, 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 Randy. Just go full ridiculous and just, just go. Uh, I was going to say Danny DeVito or, or like Charlie Day, but geez. No, I want to. That's another uh, uh, Photoshop we need. We need Aziz as meowth, just a little coin on his head. Oh, God. Randy, um, okay. So now, if you have any extra uh, casting things that you want to let us know, leave a comment down below or with the hashtag VGMAnatomy. Uh, and tag us. We're going to let our, our give our Twitter accounts at the end of the show again. But before we get that, final thoughts on Pokemon the first movie. It really was objectively terrible <laughs> watching it as an adult. Like with even with more Pokemon history behind us yeah. now, uh, I still I, I could I, I had a really hard time bringing myself to hate any part of it until we got to the weird time travel thing at the end. Yeah. That that was what kind of made me start going, oh no, this is actually terrible. I this is this is bad. I I have to look at it. That, that was way. the moment. That was the moment. No, I could else. I could handle all of the horrific one liners, the bad sound effects, the I mean the lack of plot. It just that I like was, how at the very end, that's where Pokemon falls apart. That, uh, right. That was that was the suspension of disbelief that I could not could not achieve. <laughs> Uh, memory altering, like we're getting into Kingdom Hearts levels of confusion. Oh, oh sorry, all over um, the place. sick burn. But uh, <laughs> this this film is one that will live on in all of our hearts as our first real love for this franchise, and something that made us love the franchise even more. Best thing to do: don't watch it again. Live no. it, let it live in your heart. Uh, if you really want to go back and watch it, at least. Get the HD version because it's a lot better, a lot cleaner. Uh, I 
So now we know that the Pokemon movie franchise is go- ongoing. They're releasing a new right. movie, it, I think, this next... Just always. In this next month or Constantly. maybe... I don't think they've, they've... I think they've been doing a Pokemon movie every year since this one. Which is, as we mentioned before, it's kind of common with anime movies. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. But, for Pokemon the first movie... Would you do you or just I, <laughs> screw it? Pokemon as a, as a franchise in general, do you want to see it keep going and evolving? Maybe into live action, maybe into like a Miyazaki like good movie, <laughs> or are we done with Pokemon movies? Game over. You know, I feel like between the TV shows and the movies, they were really strong for a while, mm-hmm. and now there's there's. Just there's, they're still going, and I, I don't understand how they're still going. And maybe it's because I've passed that little golden age where Pokemon TV is great and watching the movies is wonderful. But unless we morphed into live action or some completely new format and kind of went back a little bit to the beginning, mm-hmm. then I would say let's let's give the Pokemon TV show and movies a break. Let it rest. Let it, let's yeah. let's see a new like it. the the animated shorts with Red as opposed to Ash. Was mm-hmm. was the it was a new type of cartoon? Let's see that go. Let's see a, a red movie. Uh, I think the only way that the the current Pokemon franchise has any life is in ex, is in live action. Move, yeah, moving into a new format, mm-hmm. kind of because growing another step. Right now, everything is just nostalgia. It's straight up mm-hmm. nostalgia, and they're looking for any sort of a property that they can. And Pokemon, if they get the CG right then I think people will flock to the movie theater. Oh. Because this is what people have been wanting since this movie, is a live-action one. Yeah, you have Pokemon, now you want to see Pokemon in real life. I mean, that's what... When Pokemon Go was announced, people lost it. I lost it. Even people who aren't huge Pokemon fans. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, dude, that sounds great. Yeah, because, I mean, as children, you start wanting Pokemon in real life. Mm -hmm. And so now, like, the idea of having closer to real life Pokemon is extremely appealing to a huge audience. So seeing live action Pokemon would not only be super appealing to people who grew up with it, but also really cool and really badass for people mm-hmm. who may not be as interested in it. You think that's something that Wada might do? Is it something we might see Peter Jackson's mm-hmm. Pokemon? I'm still mad at Peter Jackson. So maybe not, <laughs> All right. not Peter Jackson, but yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That in general. That. They would do uh, a great job with it. So the only extra life uh, I would say extra life support. Uh, put this in live action with the right crew behind it, and you will have yourself a successful movie. Maybe not a great movie, but the Transformers series aren't great movies, but they're successful. <laughs> they're successful. So there is that. Okay. All right. So, Miss Stacy Shuttleworth, Mrs. Stacy Shuttleworth, excuse me. Still trying to get used to it. Congratulations again. Uh, let the folks at home know where they can find you. All right. Well, I am usually on Twitter crying about one TV show or another (laughs) (laughs) under nerds doing stuff. Lots of cosplay projects and stuff there too. No Pokemon yet. Or at Ye Old Nerd. And that's where you'll find me. Perfect. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SoapboxMark. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff going on at the network this week. Uh, just did uh, Jedi Alliance episode 66. So we talked about Order 66. It was a fun show. We got the movie coming up soon, so that's ramping up. Uh, Moonbeam City on Wednesday. That is, we're going to have the creator of the show in the studio. And then Thursday is Ruby. If you're a fan of Rooster Teeth content, we are going to have Lindsay Jones, yeah, Lindsay Jones and uh, Barbara Dunkelman. In, not in studio, but on Skype, but they're going to be calling in, and we're going to be talking a whole bunch about what's happening in the world of Remnant. So, uh, make sure, also, next next time we meet, two weeks, 
Because it's Christmas and we're nice to ourselves, we wanted to reward ourselves with a good movie. And you might be thinking, there are too many good video game movies, but we decided to cheat a little bit. Action Movie Anatomy does it too. Wreck-It Ralph. We are going to be watching Wreck-It Ralph in two weeks. So, if you haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph, you're dumb. Uh, you should but, see it. <laughs> you should see it. I'm kidding. You're not dumb. Uh, do yourself a be favor and see it. Them. We're going to be covering the film in two weeks. Patrick will be back. It'll be the week before Star Wars, so I'll be going probably crazy. <laughs> um, but for Stacey Shuttleworth, for Patrick Dees, for everybody at Popcorn Talk, we'll see you next time. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.